0: Water, sugar, sugar, water. Can I be in the cast? Yeah. Actually, could you just come in and do that loop? Butter, butter, butter sugar, sugar, butter, butter.
1: I feel like waitress doesn't have enough of that sort of off-key singing.
0: Yeah, that could be true. You might be. You might be onto something. Like
1: where's how? Where's the guy who comes in and goes
0: water, <laughs> water, <laughs> water? <laughs> water. <laughs> Oh my
1: God. You singing just now for three seconds made my day. Hmm. That's why you're Cerebralis, and I'm like, for Big Sugar. 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 Butter.
0: Sugar. Butter. Flow. Sugar. Butter. Flow. Sugar. Butter. Flow. Sugar. My hands.
1: This is The Old Ones. That's, of course, the new theme song to The Old Ones. That's uh, Sarah Bareilles singing a beautiful song from the beautiful music Waitress, which she wrote and eventually starred in, which was on Broadway, still is on Broadway, and a uh, new cast going to London, Australia. This is The Old Ones. I, I got a tweet the other day that I'm very angry about. Oh, I announced me. my show. Okay. Let me see if I can find it. Find
0: the tweet.
1: This crushed me. By the what way, what did
0: they say? This
1: is what someone wrote. Like I'm announcing, like this is the biggest news in my life. I'm going to Broadway. So you have to say breaking news. Um, breaking that's, news. That's like the breaking news. Groovy B M Y C wrote. Um, hopefully, this means you'll make more money now and become a better tipper at restaurants.
0: <sighs> Brutal.
1: I have never tipped below twenty percent. I have a theory about this tweet.
0: But you know what? Here, let me tell you. <laughs> you should be able to. Maybe maybe this prick I mean, was an asshole. I can wa- I say that on here?
1: You can. No, absolutely can. And I, I encourage it. And it's going to be part of the phone message we're going to leave for this person. <laughs>
0: but
1: I think it might not have been me. I get the you look like, like, <laughs> generic white person comment constantly. <laughs> like, it's the bane of my existence. Because I always have to be like, yeah, I sort of look like that generic white person. <laughs> And I have to just take it. I think this is the next level, which is I'm not even that person who tipped badly. I don't think I'm that person. I was a waiter. I care about waiting tables. Yeah. I'm nice to all waiters. I tip waiters very well. and then and then this person writes that, and then i I wanted to write back, but I think that, I think that no. the, uh, the answer is no.
0: I think you shouldn't.
1: I think you can't gauge.
0: Here's my question, though. Do you think that if somebody gets is shitty? Yeah. At being a waiter, they still deserve 20%?
1: You know, that's, an, that's, a, that's one of the great existential questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when I
0: was I'm so
1: glad you asked.
0: So when I was in
1: college, I was a waiter at this restaurant in Georgetown called The Tombs. And it's like, have you ever been to Georgetown? Like in D.C.? Like it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's like this restaurant called The Tombs. It's where St. Elmo's Fire was filmed. A part of it was there. Oh, whatever. Cool. I wore a bow tie.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Applause.
1: Applause. <laughs> 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 well, I that in later, and, uh, and I wore bow tie, and I waited tables there for a few years. And <clears throat> my friend Ed Harrow, uh, who was in my improv group, he comes in the first few days that I'm waiting tables, and I never waited tables. I wasn't good at it yet.
0: Okay.
1: And I was frazzled.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was dealing with a lot of tables. And I wasn't good at that yeah. on that day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And then what happened was my friend Ed, who's with a, a group of his goon friends, who I'm not friends with, mm-hmm. they left four pennies as a tip. You know what? And I've never let go of it.
0: That is vile.
1: Isn't that vile? Four pennies.
0: That's that's cruel and unusual. It's so specific. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been so
1: specific could have been two could have been one four pennies
0: that's so brutal what was your
1: waiting table experience
0: i worked at a couple different places i worked at i went to ucla so i worked at a couple of little cafes in la and the first place i worked was a like a beer bar with good like a pub um but it was great because it was small enough where we didn't have that whole the customer is always right Right. scenario in effect. So we were actually really well taken care of, and we had like a great little uh, group of—we all happened to be waitresses. Yeah. We had a great group of girls, and um, it was just a sweet job. But— You know, and then I worked at a a breakfast cafe when I started when my music career started, quote unquote, taking off, and I needed my nights free.
1: What indicated that taking off?
0: Um, Was was
1: that when you hosted the Grammys? (laughs) (laughs) Or that was that when you hosted the
0: Tonys? Yeah, that's (laughs) what. I I just quit. I just quit this this year. Um, I'm trying to think of why. Did you ever do this thing where you like quit the job that was paying your bills because you're like I'm making it now? Like I was like I'm a musician and I quit and then I had to go back.
1: Oh wow! Like
0: I it wasn't I wasn't quite I I did it twice where I quit. I I
1: bet people who are aspiring artists listening will be heartened by that story. Oh my god! Because I'm heartened by it.
0: Well, I quit and then I went back and then I did it again where and this is after I had been given my advance from the record company. You were like, I quit. <laughs> I don't need you. I don't need you. You drive me nuts. Right. And
1: then you left and then the Burn the day bridges. you're like, I'm so sorry about that. I actually, I need about $40. Um, so I'm going to just work like one more day.
0: <laughs> just, just I need $40. I just
1: need $40 for the bus. <laughs> if you guys could just lend me that or like I'll work a few hours, that'd be great.
0: <laughs> That's exactly Were you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah it I feels was like you were there I tipped you
1: four cents Do you That's remember that? That's so you
0: son of a bitch
1: So you waited tables And then you left And then you came back
0: And then I came back But this The second part of the story Is that like After I got my first check From the record label Which is meant to give you Like some money to live on So you can just It's an advance Focus on so it In advance yeah. um, I still went back To waiting after that Because I was too Felt too weird Not working I just, like, didn't—I didn't—I was like, I don't know how to be this person. So yeah. I'm going to go give eggs to people. And that's what I did. Wow. Not my eggs, but, you know.
1: What did you pull in from your waiting tables experience into the show? Like, wh- oh. like one thing when I'm watching the show is I'm like, can you make a pie in real life?
0: I can make a pie. Yeah, but limited. <laughs> <laughs> limited pie. Yeah, I could- can make—I can roll out a dough. I can okay. I can um, cut slice apples and put cinnamon on them. I can put berries and sugar together.
1: Oh, is okay. Just, I'm just seems, now. I'm just naming tasks. Well, that seems really I solid. I can put
0: new toilet paper on the roll. But I
1: don't understand which part can't you do? That seems like all of it. Oh, that you put in the oven. Well, right? no. What,
0: what I can't do is like design a recipe. Like I wouldn't be good at like. But you can follow a recipe and make a pie. Well, I would hope that most people can do that, Sarah. Can you I'm, can,
1: I'm here to confess something Uh-oh. about me and pies. Breaking news. Breaking news, I can't make a pie. If you, if you put all the ingredients of a pie...
0: I challenge you to this, because if you just have the instructions written out in front of you, there's no <sighs> part of you that can't do this.
1: All right, I'm going to do it. This is an intervention. <laughs> all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a pie.
0: I I'm going to do it. All right.
1: And then I'm going to star in Waitress on Broadway. But just for a we few We would nights. love to have you. Oh my God! <laughs> There's a new cast member in it right now, right? I saw a big billboard.
0: Oh yeah, we j- we have our new Jenna. Her name's Nicolette Robinson. She's incredible. We have, you know, our show is now we're in year two. We're in year two. Amazing. Two and a half. Years on Thank you. That's unbelievable. Very, you're gonna do two and a half years too, right?
1: Yeah, that's the plan. I, yeah. I actually am hoping to do 25 years and then die. <laughs>
0: Just a quick twenty-five in death. Yeah, yeah. twenty-five uh, in death. Yeah, cool. isn't that a thing? That's totally. I'm sort a of thing.
1: just trying to vibe on Broadway and sort of do what people do. <laughs> just
0: get in where you fit in. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So
1: she, so you have a new cast member. We have a new cast You've member. You've been going for two years.
0: Yeah, I'm, and we have this nice little, you know, it's not a revolving door exactly, but we always have new people coming through. It's a, you know, it's a, it's fun to have new blood.
1: I'm see, I'm a blood I'm a bloodless performer. Yes, I so know. that would be <laughs> that would be a different take <laughs> on the show. Um also I can't sing. <laughs> so is that something you're looking for like
0: Oh, yeah, not necessarily. Totally, but but, yeah. but you do
1: want someone like me.
0: Yeah, but just, just a generic white man. We do need <laughs> many generic Damn you, Sarah. <laughs>
1: How dare you zing me with the thing that I'm zinging myself with? Um, no, but I would, I would, um, I could, I think I could play the evil husband.
0: Okay. We can t- we can, whatever you want, we will make happen.
1: He doesn't sing that much, right?
0: No, he's got one song. All you have to be I is can do really one song. mean.
1: I can do one yeah. song. Yeah. I believe your boyfriend played the mean husband. He
0: did. He did. That's where we met. Was on the show. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's a good mean husband. Right now we have an amazing guy named Ben in the show, Ben Thompson in the show, and uh, he is a great mean husband. He's a tricky character. Let me talk about Earl for a minute. Yeah, Earl has to be like he has to be unlikable enough for you to root for For her to leave. I know. But he has to be likable enough, and for, for you her to cheat, to, exactly, yeah, and f- likable enough for you to understand why she was with him in the first place. Because if she was with a total dickhead, it reflects poorly on her. Oh my gosh, you know what I mean?
1: Never struck, never occurred to me.
0: Yeah, that These is are the kinds r- of things you do in the around the conference table, <laughs> developing a show. You talk about this kind of shit.
1: So maybe I'll play Earl. Okay. <laughs> Let me, you here, choose. here are my takeaways. <laughs> Maybe I'll play Earl.
0: play oh, Ogie, this, if you want to be Ogie. He's
1: the gynecologist?
0: No, he's the, he's the, uh, the, the guy The gynecologist
1: that comes, is spectacular. I know. I could never play that part. That's like way above my, my, my. I just
0: think if you said you're not a singer, I wouldn't give you that role. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no.
1: That's, uh, that guy's outstanding. The guy who I saw was outstanding.
0: Yeah, he's incredible. Oh my
1: gosh. That guy's like a dynamo. Oh, the thing that I was taking away from the show is that the gynecologist is a really bad example um, for gynecologists everywhere. <laughs> right? I think you're setting a really bad example for, for the world of gynecology. Yeah. That, like, maybe you can date your patient.
0: It's really inappropriate. There. In fact, after the show one day, I went out to sign by the stage door, and there was a man and his wife standing no. there, and he is a gynecologist. Yeah. And he's like... You can't do that. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> everything about it that. is, everything about it's unethical. <laughs> it's a bad idea, me and you. I know,
1: I totally agree. It's a bad idea, me and you. I've never known anything so true. It's a terrible idea, me and
0: you. You have a wife
1: have
0: a husband you are my doctor you got a baby
1: coming
0: it's better than me and you let's just keep kissing 'til it comes to
1: how do we justify mm-hmm. the gynecologist having an affair with his patient in a way where we're okay with it
0: totally and those kinds of conversations end up being about, okay, then we have to examine his relationship with his wife, who we only get a tiny brush stroke. Okay. Of. We meet her in the hospital for two seconds. And what we try to sort of seed for the audience is that she's someone who's, well, this is going to sound terrible. As I She's like really together. She's like, you know, on her path. She doesn't yeah. pay a lot of attention to him. He's feeling kind of like emasculated in his marriage. But to me, that sounds like, oh, great. She's a driven, awesome woman. Right. So he should cheat on her, but that's not what we're saying. Right. No, and I think that the, my approach on the whole show was kind of what I refer to as radical empathy. It's like the the only way into writing for the psychology of characters that you don't relate to is trying to find where you do relate. So making them three-dimensional, you know, I didn't, particularly relate to the abusive husband, but I was trying to find my way into his perspective. Yeah. but um, That's what
1: I respect about the show and about the original movie is like, it doesn't pull punches. No.
0: It's a gritty story. It's very dark.
1: So you wrote the music and then at a certain point, they were like, what if you played it? (laughs) Right? But was that the part of the plan originally?
0: I don't don't think so. I think I was so overwhelmed for the majority of the time that we were making the show. And I was very kind of myopic about just, it was task-based. It was like, what's the next song I have to write? And being just overwhelmed by the volume of material that I really didn't consider it along the way. And then, you know, the show gets up and running and we had our original leading lady, Jessie Mueller, who was like Crazy amazing. Yeah. And then when we found out she was leaving, you know, she had finished her contract and was moving on. The way I describe it is that there was just this, like, this girl inside of me who, like, raised her hand. Did you really? Basically. There was just something in me that that wanted to try. And the creative team was— very excited so that, that's and that's the
1: story you tell. What's the real story?
0: I'm <laughs> on drugs <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um no kind of Were like, you and
1: I know you were always a singer, but were you like musical theater kid? Yeah. Oh, so you did yeah. musicals in high school and stuff. Yeah, okay. I was
0: like Um, awkward kind of chubby kid really searching for like where where do I belong in the theater community because my mom did a lot of community theater Um. and my older sisters did community theater. So I, I got introduced to like this delicious kind of band of misfits where I was like, I felt great about myself all the I time. I
1: desperately wanted to be in community theater. I can't
0: believe you weren't. I desperately wanted to. And they just wouldn't let you in? I remember They're like, going you, to see out of pro- here. I
1: remember going to see a production of Peter Pan with um, this close friend of our family, Diane Naples, because she had a subscription to the community, local community theater in Northbrook, Massachusetts. And I was like, "That's that's what I want to do. <laughs> and she sort of like laughed, like, oh, right, 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 right. And then just moved on. And it was like, oh. no, 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 I really do. I want to act. I want to be in plays. But so, <laughs> but, but so you were, so you were in community theater, and so, as a as a person in community theater, maybe listening to this now, if you're in a community theater show, the Sarah Bareilles lived the community theater dream.
0: The community you theater went theater. to Broadway. <laughs> I did, and
1: starred in a show that
0: you wrote. Yeah, that's I, nuts. I, I, <laughs> that's nuts. <laughs> it's a little bizarre. It's bizarre cuz I feel like I did skip a few steps but um of course it was you did. it was like such a um it yeah all, all I can do is thank my lucky stars that this is how it unfolded it was
1: You skipped a few steps but you also probably got kicked down the stairs a few times.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Cuz we all have been. Completely. So there's no I feel like there's no set thing of like do this and then this and then this and then this.
0: Well, I think all the steps that I took just were in a different medium. I mean, not a completely different medium, but when I started working in pop music, that was kind of a left turn because when I was a little girl and in Little Shop of Horrors and The Mystery of Edwin Drood and, you know, listening to all my soundtrack album or my cast recording albums, I imagined myself on a theater stage as opposed to like a concert stage. So when— When my pop career started being a full time job, I think I sort of was like, "Wait!" But I thought I was going down that other road, and then, you know, thankfully, that's what happened. But it actually felt like when I finally got to the theater, it was that feeling of like, "Oh, I've been at the wrong party my whole life." Oh wow! Like I came back to, and I was like, "Oh, here you are, my people. These are the people that I want to be around and make art with." Forever. So, oh, yeah. my
1: gosh. There's this great line in, like, in... Do you ever see Broadcast News? Yeah. Movie? It's, yeah, like, yeah. one of my favorites. And the William Hurt character, like, the really attractive character, goes, like, like, what do you do when all your dreams come true? And and I think it's Albert Brooks goes, you keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yours is a little bit like that, where it's, like, you... You're in community theater as a kid, and then you went to Broadway. It's like, what the hell? Like, yeah. it uh, genuinely is a what the ha- like, how on earth did you arrive there? Do you, but but did you have a thing where, at any point, because the shows, the story of the show is, I would I would probably use the word dark. It's sort of a dark mm-hmm. comedy mm-hmm. story. Did you during the process of writing it? Do you go, do you ever go like, I don't have it?
0: Oh uh, yeah. You're, all like, the time. you're like,
1: what am I going to do? I don't have it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fail for all these people yeah. who are putting an extraordinary amount of time into this thing.
0: Totally. I that's,
1: ha- that's my fear all the time, by the way. I, well, I live with that because th- my show's going to Broadway October 25th.
0: I know. Congratulations on that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> it's so scary to me all the time. Yeah. All I can do is picture empty seats and but, I, I stare at them.
0: Don't you feel... In my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> we have na- to re-visualize it's a that. Come tr- it's a
1: nightmare come true.
0: <laughs> I actually can guarantee you that's not going to happen.
1: You know what would be great is if the producers just did it to me as a prank. Like I was like, are we ready to go? And they're oh like, yeah. And then I walk come out and there's literally out. no one.
0: Oh, that's such a cruel My producer, joke. Kevin,
1: would do that, by the way. <laughs> I want to point that out. That is like he would think... He is very funny. He would think that's very funny and probably would do it. I wonder if anyone's ever done that to a performer where they've actually pulled that prank on them of having them go out to know people.
0: I can't think of anything more cruel. It's cruel. Yeah.
1: I read that they make pies every night so you can smell pies as you're walking in the theater. That's exactly
0: right. I'll I'll tell you, inside waitress tip, or not a tip, but a little secret, we started with an artificial smell. And we tried this in Boston mm. that we were trying to get like an apple cinnamon kind right. of like— Like
1: they do a Taco Bell. They they spray Taco Bell smell. They do not. No. I, you know what does that? I think Subway does that.
0: No, they don't.
1: No, I think there is like a Subway smell. I'm not even kidding.
0: Oh, my God. Would you ever want to smell like oh, Subway? Oh, I love
1: the smell of Subway. No, I can't. I just love it. <laughs> it's like lavender to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lavender Oh, There's cold, a oh, like, cold what guts is that? <laughs> What are those bell peppers? Oh, Oh, and black olives. Hot
1: mustard. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So you guys tried fake smell, and then you did real pies. And
0: then, but the fake smell was so bad, and it was giving people headaches. So then they bring in this little convection (laughs) oven. Wait,
1: can we just stop and truly and talk about giving people headaches? Oh, it's
0: horrible. Can you
1: imagine if you went to a musical and then you came away with a a migraine, a headache from a smell?
0: That would be vicious. Oh. Wait, can I ask you a question about your show?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Like, can you give us a little hint Yeah,
1: I can give you a gist of it. The For a long time, I didn't talk about what it was about. Lately, I've been—I've decided I, I'll tell people a very specific thing about it, but not the ending. Because I feel like that's the part that's sacred uh-huh. um, for me. Which is to say— the show is about how the first half of the show is about how I never wanted to have a child, mm-hmm. never my whole life. Mm-hmm. Second half of the show is about how I had a child, <laughs> and how all the reasons that I didn't want to have a child, I was right about. <laughs> and the the ending of the show is uh, is how is how that turns on itself.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: And and so and so that's the part that I don't. Talk about because I think ultimately, like, there's a lot of like stories and jokes along the way. Like, the show is filled with jokes and stories that are really from the, the gut. Like, they're like genu- like things that I wrote in my journal mm-hmm. that I thought would never see the light of day. Wow. I'm sure you have that with songs oh, yeah, where yeah. you're like, I'm never telling anybody this. And then you're like, ah, <laughs> that's <laughs> and me doing people a post Ah. Are... <laughs> <idea.
0: laughs> <laughs> <laughs> good. I wish you
1: guys could see the jazz hands. I'm a muppet. Yeah. I'm a jazz hands muppet. (laughs) That's my Um But I'm sure you have that, right? Where you go, like I'm never. No one's ever going to hear this feeling that I have inside. And then, of course, that that's where the good stuff is.
0: Yeah, I I find that. Those are the things that people relate to. Uh, The things that are the most specific and the most personal are always the things that people relate to the most. Where I feel like, oh, you would never be able to relate to this. It's so specific to just my experience. And then that tends to be the thing that people relate to.
1: Do your impression of me.
0: (laughs) Oh, guys, come (laughs) see my show. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> oh, come on guys to the show. Buy tickets uh, oh to it. It's opening soon. Oh my
1: god, this is horrible. Whose yeah. voice is that?
0: Um that's yours. That's Earl.
1: <laughs> You're just doing Earl. I can't
0: believe you didn't recognize yourself right there.
1: Oh my god. And so Sarah Bareilles just to wrap up, will be starring in Mike Braviglia's <laughs> the new one on Broadway. <laughs> Um, this thank is you. breaking news thank you Sarah breaking news Sarah Brellis will be filling in for me yeah. after after my 12 weeks on Broadway um, and thanks oh, for oh I
0: can't wait to be on stage
1: thanks for <laughs> thanks for doing this is it waitressbroadway.com it, waitress on Broadway uh,
0: waitressthemusical.com oh waitressthemusical.com yeah because
1: yeah. it's, it's the franchise that's taking over the world
0: yeah it's a global sensation Remember,
1: if you go to the show Waitress I guarantee you you will love it and if you don't, you can come up to me on the street, and you can demand a higher tip.
0: This is this is good for everyone.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Sarah, for, for coming here. Thanks,
0: Mike. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the tip thing's crazy. It drives me nuts.
0: Oh, man, that is so annoying.
1: Because I take a lot of pride in it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. The Old Ones is produced by myself, along with Joseph Berbiglia, Peter Salomon, and Johnny Levin. Sound mix by Kate Belinsky. Music by Roger Neal. You might know him from uh, music of Don't Think Twice. Special thanks to Mike Berkowitz, Isaac Dunham, Steve Wilson, and all our friends at Apple Podcasts interview recorded by Paul Ruest at Argo Studios. My biggest thanks to Sarah Bareilles, who taught me after the interview how to make a pie. And now I will be giving out 1,000 pies at every performance of The New One on Broadway. Not true. Come to the show, thenewone.com.